Is this the real life? Or is this fantasy? Welcome to episode four of Planet Paradox with Gilgamesh and Rani. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and Ladies and gentlemen of the spectral universe, welcome to episode four of Planet Paradox. Once again, I am joined today on this somewhat chilly evening with the lovely Gilgamesh. Yar, matey. And the very mysterious, somewhat tall and rather cute, Ronnie Poo diddly do. What's good, Ronnie? You're on mute. <laughs> You're on mute. <laughs> Am I really muted? Do you hear me? You were muted. Now I hear you. Damn it, dude. Oh, let me turn up my microphone volume. Okay. Turn up your nipples. Yeah. But I'm doing good, Brandy Poo. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Um, really quick, let's hit it for our, uh, our listeners really quick. <laughs> We are unable to make the uh, two-ha sound on Discord, unfortunately, as it has a sound peak cut off. Cuts you off. It's horseradish. It's horseshit. Ladies and gentlemen, please bear with us. Apparently, our voices are too scrumptious and chocolatey for the technology to handle. However, we will continue for your listening pleasure. Today is Saturday, the weekend of Memorial Day weekend. The weekend that there is surely going to be a huge upsurge in COVID-19 cases because, you know, we've got a party. We've got to head out there and fuck around with our fellow thotties. I ain't staying home this weekend. I don't know about y'all. Hell no. We're going to the beach tomorrow. Yeah. Dude, if the fucking cicadas are coming out, then I'm fucking going outside, too. It's a call for action. <laughs> in fact, I'm heading to the nearest elderly home, and I'm going to intentionally cough on all these old fucks <coughs> because it's natural selection. And the less old fucks we have on Earth, the more young, cute thotties with big old badonkadonks we have. Am I right, Ronnie Pooh? I feel it. I, I don't know if Tim will vibe with you because I know he likes them old. I'm a big fan. You like them old, crinkly ones, don't you? A little fine wine maturation, man. Yeet! A, a nice fine wine matur maturation. Maturation. Whatever. However you fucking say. I don't know. <laughs> so far, I feel like we are off to a fantastic start on the podcast. I'm loving it. The boys are loving it. I hope you guys are loving it. If you are loving it, please, I beg you to email us at planetparadoxpodcast at gmail.com. With your juicy questions, I'm pretty sure we haven't got a single email yet because usually we wait till the very end to plug that. So I figured I'd just throw it out right now. Smash that like button. Yeah, ring the bell. Smash that shit with your titties, bitch. By the <laughs> way, did you hear the news about Doja Cat? No, well, what's the news? She is under fire for alleged racist comments that she made on Twitter. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull it up for you really quick. I read this today, and I thought, God damn it, Tim fucking cursed her. Back in the day, she tweeted. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Doja Cat, where are you? God, these websites suck. I just want the tweet, God damn it. It's on dailymail.co.uk. It's on dailygofuckyourself.edu. Yeah, the only reason why I noticed, because I was on Twitter looking for uh, some furry and uh, it popped up. Doja Cat is over party. So I decided to look into it for the sake of journalism. And uh, let's see, where does it say it? I found it like instantly on my phone. Whatever. Apparently she's posting shit about not wanting to be black. And so everyone's like, I'm over this bitch. I am not going to support her. Fuck her. When she said ain't shit, she literally meant 
ain't shit. I'm going to censor that, of course. Wait, but, you're uh, saying she doesn't want to be black? I thought a lot of it was also about her saying f and please censor that also. <laughs> I read that she was... Uh, I'm looking at... <laughs> apparently, Tyler, the creator, and Earl Sweatshirts accused her of basically calling them gay. Um, but she basically put out a tweet in 2015 that said, I called a couple of people f when I was in high school in 2015. Does this mean I don't deserve support? I've said f roughly 15,000 times in my life. The same <laughs> mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. So I think that's the tweets that she had. Um, I thought everybody said faggot. In 2015. Okay, I gave up on the search. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Paradox coming at you from post-edit. I just wanted to let you know that I found the actual tweet I was talking about. The tweet from Doja Cat goes something like this. Thinking about being black can make any sensible person depressed. Like, just think about it. Wouldn't being white make so much more sense? Life would have value. Anyway, back to the episode. Apparently she's canceled, so you cursed her. Dude, the LGBT is not that powerful. They're not going to be able to. Dude, they want to fucking cancel everything. She just has to post another video of that fat ass and she'll be all right. <laughs> Dressed as a watermelon. <laughs> Dressed as a fucking watermelon, yeah. Each butt cheek is a, a melon. God bless her soul. But at least we still have other people that we can um, fuck with, such as Squidward Tentacles. I'm actually getting to the point to where um, this whole lockdown is actually starting to affect me. It's bothering me, man. Like, for a while, I was like, you know what? This ain't so bad. I have all my shit at home. I can just hang out, and now I don't got to make an excuse when people hit me up to just blow them off. But now I actually want to go out and do things and rekindle my friendship with people. It's weird. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably affecting you more because you've always been a little bit more of a social butterfly. So I bet you're missing your homies. Dude, like I literally was listening to techno the other night. Just imagining I was at a club just partying. I was just dancing in the corner, breathing all heavy. <laughs> just dancing, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> it made me really miss the clubs. So I think once all this is over, I'm just going to go ape shit. I'm going to start traveling. I'm going to start doing all the shit that I missed out on and uh, make up for all this missed time, you know? Do you have any, like, first plans for once the quarantine's over? I want to go to Lubbock, and I want to get fucked up and party with Ryan Zamora just because it's close. After that, Albuquerque. And then I want to do something crazy. I want to do a secret mission, Ronnie. Bro, holler at your boy. I want to go to Denver. I want to smoke a lot of weed. Well, maybe not smoke weed, but... I just want to be at a, a huge gathering of sweaty people and just dance. You know what I mean? I kind of feel it. So, yeah, I'm starting to get cabin fever. It's starting to affect me. But, I mean, there's there's no end in sight. It's really shitty, dude. I'm just ready to make new memories. Have you gotten into any other hobbies or anything lately? You know, I got a couple of tracks that my buddy Derek from that he wants me to rap on. So I think I want to try that. You should just roast Dirty Curry Kid the whole time. <laughs> should I do a diss track? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it'd be crazy. Well, you know, we did away with that whole conversation, so we can actually cover that topic a bit, too. Yeah, can we talk about that? Let's talk about that. So I do want to say, your fucking freestyles are insane, dude. Those fucking couple videos that y'all captured where mostly the ones I saw was where you were freestyling against the Dirty Curry Kid. Big ups to homie. Respect. But you fucking devastated Jason on those fucking clips. Dude, I still remember whenever you uh, got into that freestyle battle with my coworker from Leal's. Oh my god, that was so tight. We were all at the homies' houses, like a gangster party, and everyone was just like all tripping balls because y'all were just both spitting fire. It was, it was like a really good rap battle. Ain't nothing but against the party. Yeah, they were all negritos, and you have like this little white dude and some scrawny Mexican guy just going at it like Goku and Vegeta while they're playing 2K. <laughs> Wet dive. I popped off. I do my best to never turn down a freestyle battle. And my epic trilogy of battles with the Dirty Courier Kid, it kind of plays out like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's really interesting to me that um, you, you got so into rap battles whenever you kind of grew up in Colonial Park. Not throwing any shade, I'm not trying to say you're fronting, but it's interesting, you know, like you, you lived in a pretty nice area and still got really into this like freestyle culture. You know, I, I've always wanted to fit in with the hood rats and the hood thoughties. So it was a great way to kind of like squeeze in there whenever, you know, you're busting out a flow on the on the mic. Um, but yeah, dude, I've had so many battles. Of course, the Dirty Curry Kid, which always ends up with him complimenting me in his freestyle battles because the guy just can't hang. I start to fuck him over with his juicy ass lips. 
And then I start to compare him to Al-Qaeda with his terrorist-ass beard. I love it. Dropping a compliment in a rap battle is like fucking farting at the dinner table. It's not acceptable. You're fucking stanking up the room with that bullshit. You're supposed to insult each other. Hell, that's more disrespectful, yeah. Yeah, like once you start complimenting the other guy, you lose. It's over. It's over. Head to the lockers, you fuck. You lost this battle. Fatality. But uh, I want to tell you guys about the time I battled some hood-ass African-Americans in Denver. We'll call them brothers. I decided to bust a mission to Denver, Colorado to visit one of my best friends, Devin. And the mission was simple. Get fucked up. So what we did is we started bar hopping, right? We went across the beautiful city of Denver, taking shots and drinking beer at all the local pubs and whatnot. It was beautiful. We eventually made it to a club called Vinyl. And for some reason, <laughs> when we got to the club, they were charging $20 to get into there. But I was God. so drunk and I was so lit. I said, fuck it, y'all. Let's go in. And it was bumping. It was thumping. It was juicy. It was like biting into a fresh Big Mac. You know what I mean? Ooh-wee. And this place, Vinyl, it's three levels. The bottom level is all modern EDM, heavy bass music. The second level was like older EDM, like... And the top floor was hip hop. Any, many, money, mo, we yo bitch sucking dick. Any, many, money, mo, we yo bitch sucking dick. So, you know, we're going through each floor and we're having a good old time. We're partying. But the whole time we're out there, while we're deep in the club grooving, I kept catching the smell of rotten eggs. So we kept moving around. Ugh. However, the smell was following me and I couldn't figure out what it was. Later on, I eventually found out that it was my buddy Devin who had diarrhea farts all night. It was pretty fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and he was just tooting the whole time. And everyone around us just had like this nasty face. And it wasn't a base face. It was literally a shit face. <laughs> he was just following you around. Shit he was stinking. just following us, just farting, bro, just intentionally. What an asshole. Asshole. Anyway. Literally. The lights go out. What an asshole. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I see this guy walk up to the stage, right? And it's famous, world-renowned, incredible DJ, Tiesto. Billy Kenny. <laughs> if it was Tiesto, I would have died that night. Who's Billy Kenny, dude? Billy Kenny is some EDM artist that makes really good music. I don't know if it's kind of like what you guys like, but it's really groovy, really housey. I love him. And I didn't know who was going to be there that night. So he comes up on stage and he starts playing the jams. And we're grooving, we're grooving, and we're having a good time. You know, it still smells like rotten eggs because Devin's tooting away. We're taking shots, we're getting fucked up. Next thing you know, it's time to head home. So we leave vinyl and we catch an Uber and it's like three in the morning, but we are vibing. We're not trying to go to bed. We're trying to get fucked up. We pull up to the house and Devin's like, hey, I got a bottle of Jack. Let's start drinking. I was like, all right. We get there and we look in the fridge where the Jack is and nothing. He's like, where's my Jack? So he wakes up his brother and he asks him, he says, oh, Jordan Jacobs went next door with it. He said that you said he could keep it. And we're like, what the fuck kind of shit is this? So we hop the fence and we go to the neighbor's house and we walk into the garage, right? And when we walk into this garage, there's about seven hood ass brothers in a circle freestyling. And right there in the middle is Jordan Jacobs. And they're getting it. They're getting it. And we're like, yo, bro, where's the Jack? They drank it all. So we're, we're a little sour. We're a little pissed. But whatever. We're plenty of fucked up by this point. So they're starting to flow. And Devin brings up the fact that I'm a, a flow master. You know what I mean? And so he tells them, hey, my boy Docs can flow. Who wants it? And I'm just sitting there. And, you know, like I said, my mentality is like never turn down a freestyle battle. Very Goku-esque. Very Goku-like. Yeah, I want to go out there and I want to battle the best of the best. So they're like, all right, let's have a freestyle battle. 
if you know anything about freestyle battles, they're roast sessions. You pretty much just got to destroy the other person with facts and just tear them apart. You know, what they're wearing, what they look like, how they act, what they do, et cetera, et cetera. They're bitch. <laughs> and so these dudes are like in their late 30s and early 40s. They're older and they're from Houston. Gangster motherfuckers. In fact, I'm pretty sure they were wanted for murder or something. And, and so they're like, all right, let's get a freestyle battle going. And, you know, I'm a little shy. You know, I'm drunk and I'm shy. And uh, so the first round, it was Jordan Jacobs, right? And Devin's like, Docs versus Jordan Jacobs, let's go. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. It's Jordan Jacobs. And I don't really want to do it, you know what I mean? And then he starts going in on me, bro. He starts destroying me. He starts talking shit about my girlfriend. He starts talking shit about my mustache. He is tearing me apart in front of these brothers. And they are doing, you know, they're up. They're fucking vibing. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? This dude is eating me alive. And at that point, there's no turning back. I did like Goku did, you know, where you start going. <laughs> and I started getting all veiny. And I started like pulsating. And I was just waiting for my turn. He stops. And it's my turn. And everybody's just standing around. And it's a beautiful scene. I can't even explain how hard I go off on Jordan in front of these brothers. I start destroying him in regards to his baby mama. At the time, they were having issues. Oh my God, I ate it like a bowl of menudo, dude. I fucking talked about how his block was my block. I called him a bitch. I did everything in my power to make it to the next round. Oh my god. By the time I was done, these motherfuckers' eyes were bulging out of their heads. Well, mostly because they were all coked out. But they also liked the way I was rapping. <laughs> and Jordan Jacobs bowed down in shame. He slowly backed up into the dark corner of the garage and stood there in silence like the Blair Witch Project. Damn. I was victorious, dude. It was incredible. <laughs> and the head brother in charge, he came up to me. He was like, damn, brother, why'd you learn to spit like that? And I was like, I don't know. I was, you know, I was shy. I didn't know who the yeah. fuck these guys were. Oh, I thought you were just being uh, modest. And, you know, the whole time they're talking to me, these motherfuckers have felony rings, right? God damn, dude. Can you describe felony rings for the listeners? A felony ring is whenever you're snorting a powder, whether it's cocaine, whether it's ketamine, whether it's uh, just fucking shit. Doo-doo, babe. <laughs> and you're snorting it and you don't clean your nose. You have like a little ring of white shit around your nose. It's an easy way to catch a felony really quick if you're not paying attention. So they're all bloodshot-eyed and they're all felony ringed and they're like... You want a bump of coke? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. You know, I was the man. I just fucking destroyed Jordan on his own block. So he's like, put out your hand. And so I put out my hand, right? And they like to put it in that little crevice between your thumb and your index finger. You know what I mean? And he looked at it and he was like, no, nah, like this. And he put his hand out. And so I did it too. And he's like, not nah, like this. And he did it again. And I kept doing it. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And then he looked at my hand. And he looked me in my eyes with his bloodshot eyes and his crusty fucking nose. And he said, damn, you have weird hands and never gave me a bump. After that, one of the other dudes in there was some guy who just got done serving eight years in prison. And the whole time he was in prison, he was riding a flow and he was like, I'd like to uh, bust this flow out for you guys. And so me and Devin started beatboxing, right? And we blew his fucking mind with our beatbox. He couldn't believe it. And he starts flowing, right? And he's doing the flow, and he fucks up. And so he has to start over. And he does a flow, and he fucks up, and he has to start over. I shit you not. This guy started and stopped and restarted his flow like 20 fucking times before me and Devin just gave up. <laughs> By that time, you know, it's late. They gave me a marker. I tagged their fridge with something like Paradox, Flowmaster up in this bitch, whatever. And um, we went to the backyard for some fucking barbecue. They were having a barbecue at 4.30 in the morning. I ate a little bit, and then we go inside, and they gave us some fancy fucking potato salad straight from Louisiana, or 
from Houston that was a family secret recipe. And I begged them to let me take it home and they didn't let me. So, you know, yeah, I'm a flow master and I suggest anybody who's looking to get their ass destroyed on the flow to hop on this podcast and we'd go at it. Oh man, I would love to watch that. I'll freestyle that on YouTube. No edits allowed for that shit. No edits, raw. A raw segment, yeah. You'll see. I mean, I could barely fucking talk normally, but when it comes to flowing, ooh, you don't want this, baby. And I think at one point I tried to get Ronnie Poo to freestyle with me, but he wasn't about that life. Dude, I was into it every once in a while. Like, whenever it was me, you, and Chris, I would get into it. I just have to be on the vibe. Sometimes I just can't think of words on the spot, but every once in a while I'll get it. I can't fucking flow whatsoever. I'm fucking embarrassing. I don't know what it is. I'm good with words as well, usually, but no, I can't come up with it on the spot. No, but I wanted to say, uh, in case anyone's thinking Paradox is fucking just tooting his own horn, like, there's videos out there. There's video fucking evidence, and if you want that shit, fucking links in the description or some shit, right? If you think I'm tooting my own horn, then fuck you. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck no more. I'm tired of being the nice guy. (laughs) We should try to have a guest on soon. Yeah, I was thinking maybe, like, after five episodes, or maybe even ten, or maybe even the next one. Fuck it, right? I don't know. I'm done after 10. We can just get more comfortable still and just keep talking with each other first. But We have to talk about the hottest topic in podcasts right now. You guys know what that is, right? Elon Musk. Joe Rogan signing <laughs> a deal with Spotify. Oh, yeah. An exclusive deal. I didn't expect that from Joe Rogan. That seems not like a Joe Rogan type thing to do for sure. I know a lot of people are pissed off about it. It does seem very counter to Joe Rogan's brand. He's always talked about how he loves being independent. And for them to do this still, they had to have guaranteed him that he still has 100% independence, but exclusivity for his material, I guess. Yeah, did you guys actually watch his little video that he announced it? Yeah. They got a license deal with him, so it's still the Joe Rogan podcast, and he's still going to be able to do his thing. And it's still going to be free because Spotify is free, but um, 100 million fucking dollars. Podcasts are a big fucking deal now. They are. For the longest time, it was just kind of on the back burner and like a secondary hobby, but that just kind of proves that it's here to stay, and it's the next big thing. Dude, a lot of people think it's just like how the printing press made it to where they could spread information quickly by printing books in mass. Like, podcasting has pretty much made it to where... They've proven that people are willing to sit down and listen to an hour of people talking in long format. Usually we assume people only want to watch, you know, 20 to 30 minute episodes of things. I think the fuck phrase copied us. 100%. We were on Spotify first, Joe. Fuck off. No, but really, Spotify. Ooh, God damn, I love Spotify. They are totally trying to take over the podcast game. It's going to end up being Spotify versus everyone else. I don't know, man. It's hard to beat YouTube because you actually get to see the video and like see them live. I do love seeing the video, but you know, Spotify is going to have video as well. Yeah, they're doing the video thing. And I think this might be an eye-opening thing for YouTube because YouTube was too heavy on the censorship. Joe Rogan podcast, they were doing live shows on YouTube until they just started instantly demonetizing it. YouTube has fucked up so much. I've lost count. So hopefully this will actually make them take their head out of their asses. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Joe Rogan's just ahead of the curve like he usually is on things. Maybe he just knows that YouTube's garbage and he's just trying to get away from that platform. He's a sign of what's to come. YouTube better fix their shit quickly. Yeah, I don't think YouTube will ever go down because it's kind of just like the main source of videos that people have. Like, there's nothing like it. But as soon as there's another option, you know, like one without all the censorship, like what are people going to choose, you know? And yeah, that's what I think. Like with everything that's going on, you think by now someone would have made another option. But they're kind of like yeah. Disney, dude. They just have it all. Like, Is that technically like a monopoly? Kind of is. It's Google. And how are you going to like dethrone that? You have to make a unique product that's better. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, good fucking luck. Yeah. YouTube's kind of like, what, what more do you really want? I think it's great for Joe Rogan, though. I mean, he fucking completely deserves it, bro. Like he's been doing it for 11 years. I don't see anything wrong with it. And as an avid Spotify user, I see this as a huge win for us. Another thing is it's not going to hurt Joe Rogan. Let's face it. He's making millions a year. He's probably got a safe nest egg. And it doesn't matter if this goes down in flames as a failure. He could just go back to YouTube later. Who cares? And from what I understand, they were saying that he was making about $30 million a year off of his podcast alone. And this deal he signed is for at least $100 million. There's reports that it's even more than that. 
and it's for three years. So, I mean, for three years regularly, he would have made $90 million. So it's a come up for sure. Now he doesn't need to seek sponsors either. He could just run the show. Yep. So it just goes to show you that you ought to do DMT and uh, hop into a self-deprivation tank and you'll end up with millions of dollars. Eat elk meat. Speaking of which, I just now got gifted a DMT vape cartridge. Those exist? Yeah, it has like a cherry wood mouthpiece and it's like a nice little half gram cartridge. Does it have DMT in it? Yeah, it's DMT oil. So let me get this straight. DMT is a chemical reaction that is in your brain whenever you're born, die, and dream, right? Yep. Yeah, it's also in every plant and trace amounts. Every living thing, right? I think every living thing, yeah. How the fuck did these hippies manage to make it into something you could smoke? I think there's a way to like extract it from certain like uh, tree roots or bark or something like that. It's called the mimosa hostilis tree, and they you take the root, and they scrape off the bark, and they process it, and they uh, extract the chemical DMT from that root bark. It's called mimosa hostilis root bark. Pretty cool process. Anyone could really do it if you had the right materials. You know, I'll never forget the way it felt to smoke. Like, the actual smoke itself felt trippy. Like, you can just feel it take over your body. It was... It was a mind fuck, and it always tasted like a like how a tire smells. I don't know. I really can't put it into words. Burnt rubber. Burnt rubber. Yeah. Nasty. Oh, that's nasty. No, it's definitely have a unique smell, and every time I even like hold it in my hands, I feel a little trippy. Yeah, it has like some kind of aura to it. I wish it was fucking legal. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, you know, if if you go to um, South America where they have like the religion, it's like an, a state sponsored religion or whatever, or not state. It's an official religion though. Have you heard of ayahuasca? I was about oh, to ask yeah. that. Is ayahuasca basically a type of DMT? It is DMT, but it's DMT the way that the uh, ancient civilizations used to prepare this mixture. And it is made with the same plant that I had mentioned, the mimosa hostilis plant. They use the root bark, and they make this beverage. They combine it with a MAOI inhibitor, which Google that shit. I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but basically they found another plant that when you pair it with the mimosa hostilis root bark, it amplifies the trippiness and it makes it last for hours. So when you drink this beverage that they make using the root and this other plant, it's called ayahuasca and it makes you trip balls for like 12 hours straight. Usually what they say is that you see like, you see aliens and you see fractal patterns, you see ancestral imagery, you see like animals in fractal form, you see a bunch of like very jungle themed imagery generally is what everyone describes so it's pretty interesting stuff and it's what ancient shamans used to use to connect with the realm of the gods it's crazy to think that shamans as we know it were pretty much just people tripping fucking balls and telling the villagers about their hallucinations it is interesting. It's sort of always been the case that humans have sought a way to expand their perspective or their mind. And this is not some new thing. It's not like we're just the only generation of junkies. You know, there was the 60s and this is not even necessarily this thing where we're seeking masturbatory pleasure because, you know, they used ayahuasca and the Native Americans had, you know, religious rituals based around mescaline, the, the, the cactus peyote and and all that stuff was not for fun they they definitely had a deep reverence for it though i'm sure some of them did it for fun i mean it's kind of fun isn't it crazy to think that even animals like to get fucked up yeah right that's pretty badass like dolphins that like share pufferfish and like chew on them and they get pass them to each other huh it's like passing a blunt <laughs> i wonder if a dolphin would hit a blunt via the mouth or the blowhole blowhole all day <laughs> Do you think they pass a puffer tip to the left-hand side? Do you think that a man has ever fucked a dolphin's blowhole? Whoa! Surely, right? There's so many people in the world. There's a lot of stories of sailors jumping off the boat and going and fucking manatees, actually. And that's where they theorized that the myth of the mermaid came from, was sailors who were lonely, imagining these man manatees were sexy-ass ladies on the beach. Could you imagine being so horny you fuck a manatee? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been that horny unless I was on ecstasy or something. Dude, I've had one close encounter with a manatee in the wild and it terrified me because it's a big animal. And when it touches you in the in the water and you're not expecting it, it's like, what the fuck? It's like a huge thing. But they don't move fast at all. They sort of just bob into you, they like bounce into you kind of. Did you fuck it? No, 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 no. I was scared. I got out of there. But um, I looked in the water and it was just a manatee floating in Guantanamo Bay. It was pretty cool. It bumped into me and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so apparently reindeers like to do mushrooms. Hmm. <laughs>
the next time you see a reindeer, just give us some shrooms and trip balls with it. Do you think they like to do them, or do they accidentally do them as food? Let's see. In Siberia, reindeers are common, and so is the hallucinogenic mushroom, Amanita muscaria. That's the one from Mario, right? Yeah. <laughs> Biologists have documented reindeers getting high enough to fly Santa's sleigh. Okay. Somebody wrote that on National Geographic. <laughs> <laughs> they get high and pretend they're flying Santa's sleigh. <laughs> Causing them to act almost as if drunk, running around aimlessly, making strange noises and twitching their heads. So it's similar to like if a human took mushrooms. Yeah, it's pretty much what I do. Losing your shit, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of deers, have you guys ever seen zombie deer disease? Oh yeah, the wasting disease. Chronic wasting disease. Brutal yeah. shit. It's very sad, man. Terrifying. Zombie deers that have like no sense of fear and look like fucking Resident Evil zombies. They're pretty demented looking. Speaking of the brain, I do have one topic that I wanted to ask you fellas that I was curious about. What is the earliest memory you have? It's a hard one. If you guys want to think about it, I can go ahead and talk about mine first. Yeah, you can go ahead. I, it's hard to think back on it for sure. The earliest memory I have, and this is going to sound like bullshit, but I swear to God, I'm pretty sure I remember myself being circumcised. What the fuck? I distinctly remember being an infant strapped down to a metal table while they sliced up my weenie. <laughs> I swear to God, and I, I'm pretty sure that they had my arms tied down, and I, I think babies are conscious when this shit happens, right? Do you remember being terrified? No, I was an infant, dude. I didn't know shit. Did it hurt, though? Ah, oh, man. You know what? Maybe that's why I'm so ticklish today. Yeah, that could have made it to where anything touching you makes you feel circumcised. Is your pee-pee ticklish? My pee-pee is ticklish. Um, Do you have trouble with, like, girls who are just trying to be a little frisky and, you know, it tickles you and you're like... Oh. Being ticklish has fucked up a lot of my sex of life. Of intimacy? Yes, I'm not going to lie. Really? I just feel like, I don't know, maybe they're going to rip my dick off or something. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Just kidding. It's not even that. Like, I'm very ticklish underneath my head and, like, my neck area. I don't know, like, maybe if in, like, my past life my throat was slit. Of course, my belly button is a no-no zone. Do you think you were tickled to death? You just hate being touched in general. I hate it, dude. I just don't trust humans. You don't even like it when I poke you, bro. Oh, my God, dude. I swear to God, I want to break your fucking piece of shit finger when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shove it up your ass. <laughs> Another early memory I have, though, is um, being trapped behind the refrigerator as a child. My brother, Jijo, shout out to him. Uh, he would trap me behind the refrigerator in hopes that I would die or, I don't know, just <laughs> playing. And I just remember the heat of the refrigerator and not being able to move and crying. And, uh, yeah, those are my two earliest memories. Can you guys think about yours? Do you ever wonder if, like, that memory is just, like, a fragment of some made-up shit that you made up? Because, like, I have what I think are memories, but I don't know if they're dream segments or what. Well, also, like, I feel like we've talked about it, me and Tim, and we're, like, a lot of our memories are probably just, like, stories that were told to us from our family that were there and stuff like that. It's, like, you get a lot of input, and then you start to, like, feel like you remember it, even if you might not. I know exactly what you're talking about. So one of the oldest memories I have actually involves Ryan when he was a baby. I remember when Ryan was born and being jealous of his birth. Because I was like, probably, how, how? what's our age difference, Ryan? It's two or three years, huh? Yeah, like two years, two and a half years. That literally means I was two, two or two and a half years when Ryan was born. We were living in Melrose, New Mexico. It's kind of near Clovis where we grew up. One of my earliest memories was like, Ryan was always fucking getting all the attention. And he was always fucking crying all the fucking time. Crying, you crying, fucking crying. baby cry piece of shit. That's funny because our parents say that I don't didn't cry that much as a baby. Well, maybe I'm fucking misremembering it, but I was a two-year-old <laughs> and I was jealous of you. And so when Ryan would cry, I would just put my hand over his mouth. <laughs> That's hilarious. One thing I could think about, though, uh, in regards to the not realizing if it's real life or from a dream. Um, this one time, I went to a party in Farwell, and they had a unicycle. And I thought to myself, I can ride that. I've rode one before. And so I tried to hop on it. And I busted my ass only to later realize I had a dream that I was riding a motorcycle or a fucking unicycle. And I never actually did. It's all just a blur, dude. But fuck it, right? Right. 
I'm trying to so hard to find this cute picture of Riney as a baby I have. I remember when we were all kids and we used to play You Can't Touch the Floor, but it was lava. But it was like extreme version. We'd like play all over the golf course and like drop over like all kinds of crazy Dark shit. Dark fucking machinery. Yeah, we're all climbing on tractors and stuff. That's a great show idea. Actual children pretending not to touch the floor because it's actually lava. But I have like a ultimate ninja warrior course. Yeah, just see a bunch of children die. God, that'd be great. It's actually lava. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that incel who opened fire in an Arizona mall targeting couples? I watched a video of him talking about it before he did it. Really? There's a video? Yeah, I can forward it to you guys real quick. Hold on. I wonder if they have the actual video of him doing it. It shows a video of him with the gun shooting, and then there's a lady <gasps> on the ground. Oh my I'll god. Right do you guys ever just look up morbid shit like that? Yeah. Not really. What makes us want to do that? I think it's because we're all fucked in the head. That morbid curiosity. No, I'm just kidding. No, the other day I was watching uh, Norman Pig Summerton make French-Canadian poutine. What the fuck? I'll send that to you, too. <laughs> oh, my God. He's recording himself fucking shooting people. I wonder how many likes his video got. Oh, that's horrible. Anyway, yeah, let's stop doing that. Yeah, I've always had, like, this morbid curiosity as a child. I'll go to a website, a gory website, like Best Gore or what's that one? Rotten.com. And I'll see the title of the picture or video, but I'll never click on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no. I want to go when I look at it, but then when I get there, I'm like, never mind. I don't know, man. I feel like you've showed me some of my early fucked up videos. I think you showed me the dolphin slaughter, like, a long-ass oh. time ago. Yeah, yeah, it's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Why would I show that to you guys? We were so young. Yeah, they were just like slitting dolphins' throats and they were like all trying to screech and they were like shooting blood out their neck and it was like a very gory scene. It's very graphic. It's Japanese fishermen slaughtering dolphins. It's very, very graphic. Yeah, and the whole time they're being slaughtered, the baby dolphins are just still there crying and weeping because they're watching their parents get slaughtered. And they're like, you know what? We'll slaughter y'all too. And the whole time they're just convulsing and blood's everywhere. Yeah, dude, I remember how much you love that video. You used to laugh at it so much. Oh, God, what the fuck is wrong with me? Are there any specific videos you guys can think about that gave you PTSD? Um, yeah. I think I'm desensitized to all this shit. It doesn't shock me anymore. Yeah, I don't know about P PTSD, but there's plenty of ones that, like, were disturbing as fuck. Like, have you guys ever watched a beheading compilation? I've seen one beheading, not a compilation. I hate beheadings. Yeah, I've seen a few. It's like the grossest, messiest way to kill someone. Like, you're going to get blood all over yourself. Why do that? I prefer videos that have, like, poop and throw up over violent beheading type shit. Like, I don't like any of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of it now, but... I still don't like any of it, but if I had to pick, I'd pick some caca play. This one... <laughs> caca play. This one video that I think gave me PTSD because I can never forget it. Like, I remember it like it was yesterday was some Russian dude beheading some guy in, like, a forest. And when he cuts his head off, you can just hear him, like, screaming. And his esophagus sounds like a squealing pig. And you can just never get that sound out of my head. Or there's, like, three guys and a hammer or whatever it is. Ugh. Is that the one where they're smashing their balls? No, they, they like, murder a guy in the forest, and they're, like, bashing his face in with a hammer. Ugh. The internet. Gotta love it, right? Yeah. It sucks that you get exposed to those types of things. Un unintentionally you're just like browsing the internet and find something fucked up and then it's like you see the first thing and then it kind of makes you curious what else is out there almost yeah fuck all that i'll just stick to porn have you guys ever seen the uh google video promoting incognito mode <laughs> no it's so great they're like now you can order someone a gift without them knowing it's like sure that's what we're using it for <laughs> we all know what incognito is for yeah obviously for porn why do you think porns have a share option? That's weird, isn't it? No. I wonder if anyone uses it. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's probably a good number. Like, have you ever watched a porn so good? You're like, I'm going to share this on Facebook. I've wished I could share it. <laughs> I've been like, damn, this is fucking dope. Leave a review. Just share uh, an ass meat compilation. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One of my pet peeves. I don't know what it is, but do you know how, like, you go on the main page of any porn site... And they have, like, weird shit on the main screen. It's, like, not even based on your interests. Like, I see gape shit. I've, like, I've never once, never once willingly clicked on a uh, gaper asshole video. Well, that's and I what see these meaty buttholes. I don't want to see that shit. It's horrible. It makes my boner go inside out. That's the fucking grossest, dude. I do not like meaty anus. It's, that's because you're using incognito. You have to get a profile. You're right. You have, to, you have to open yourself up to the universe and just be honest. And then you'll get that good algorithm. What's your favorite um, genre? 
Me personally? Both of you. I, I like to switch it up, quite frankly. I'll, I'll go on a on a different binge for like a week or two. Like you know, I'll, I like to mix it up. I'll try different different um, ethnicities for a while, or like different age ranges. Sometimes I'm on that mature vibe for a while. There it was mature CFNM. Like Gil. Which well, no, it's it's if you've never heard of it, it's sort of like the dancing bear, where it's like a male stripper getting his dick sucked by like thirty old ladies at an <laughs> office party. It's like that's the kind of shit I'm into. <laughs> CFNM, CFNM, uh, mature. Yeah, that's one of the ones I got into for a while. Crusty fuck Nigerian mamas or what? TNMT mamas. I think it 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 stands for clothed female naked male, but the really what it what it usually amounts to is a sh- a room full of girls and one guy. The ladies are usually partially dressed, so they kind of look like normal people. And I don't know what it is about seeing people dressed like normal. But it's kind of better sometimes. <laughs> Dude, if it's so good, why haven't you shared it on Facebook yet? <laughs> I like to look up transgender bestiality. No, you don't. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm pretty much almost exclusive lesbian, dude. Really? Yeah, I love lesbians. I liked it too, but to me, I got to be able to like pretend I'm the person in that. I can't do it when it's lesbian porn. I'm like Jackson from the official podcast. <laughs> you just squeeze your cock. <laughs> he just squeezes his cock all the time he's a weirdo just to feel alive he said i just like to feel something and he just squeezes his cock out of nowhere what about you ryan diddly do um my favorite genre let's see what do you look up i'd say that i'm pretty tame i don't go for anything crazy or out out there i go for pretty much i'll like mix between i'd say different ethnicities for sure i'll go with like asian for a while I'll mix it up or go with latinas with big booties or something but I do okay. enjoy porn music videos, actually, where it's like a compilation with like a song playing or something. Huh. That's interesting. That's a unique take. Okay, then what's the spiciest meatball that you got into that you actually liked? What's the weirdest meatball? That we actually liked or just got into? Maybe that you <laughs> that you busted to. <laughs> the weirdest one that you busted to. I never busted to it, but I was legitimately curious as to what tentacle porn looked like. And it was fucking weird. I won't lie. I busted a tentacle porn before. <laughs> I just, it was just fascinating. Like, what the fuck? I have busted to it as well, but I also instantly felt dread afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> well, isn't that always the case? No. Am I into cephalopods? So you're telling me you've never fucked an octopus, Ronnie? Grow up, dude. So yeah, it's great, man. It's funny because they did a study to see, like, how many men watch porn. The number they ended up on was 100%. Excuse me while I whip this out. Like, there's not a single guy who doesn't watch it. Probably accurate. Brian, is your number, does it end with a 9-2? My phone number? Yeah. I don't even remember. Let me see. I'm trying to send you a video. Is it porn? Yeah, you can say it's porn. Yeah, it does. My number does end in 9-2. Okay, well, I'm sending you a pornographic video. Rule 34? No, it's, um... French-Canadian poutine. I thought that was food. Oh, it is. It's delicious. This is a, a recipe with different ingredients. Oh, my God. Delicious gravy. I remember once I was on Twitter and I saw McChicken was trending. Oh, no. And so as that. an avid McChicken lover, I looked it up, and it was a man fucking a McChicken. <laughs> if you had to fuck a food item, what would it be? Obviously something warm and mushy, right? A roast beef sandwich from Arby's. Oh! Beef and cheddar, dude. That's a great selection. That's probably the best answer you could have gave, yeah. That's a great fucking option. I can't fucking follow up on that. Damn, it's like you were ready for that. You thought about this shit. I didn't think about it, dude. It just um came to mind. All right. A potato salad for me. I like the thick lumps. <laughs> I, think I'd, uh, I think I'd fuck a cheesy gordita crunch fresh out the oven. I don't know about that. The crunches would hurt your pee-pee. <laughs> no, apparently a lot of guys fuck watermelons, though. Have you seen that? <laughs> really? I've seen a lot of thumbnails of, like, guys fucking cantaloupes. Put a pocket pussy inside of a subwoofer and stop fucking around. <laughs> when I worked at Spencer's, pocket pussies were a hot commodity. Everybody wanted one. I still remember the time you told us that your manager bought, like, the Megalodon gin- oh ginormo God. dildo and went to break. <laughs> Did she make eye contact with you? She bought it from him. Well, I thought she was fucking with us. I thought she was like playing a joke and just testing our medley. But she, you know, she placed it on the um, the counter 
and she was all covered in sweat and she was like here i'm gonna buy this and i was like okay and then she gave me her credit card and i scanned it and she stood there serious and i bagged it and she ran off to lunch you think she would just check it out for herself? Like, she could have paid for it herself, right? Yeah, she could have bought it herself. Like, did she really have to buy it from me? I wonder if she was trying to give you a sign. Yeah, baby. That was great. I enjoyed working at Spencer's. You got to see a whole new side to a bunch of people. You got to see everybody who masturbates. Oh Name God. three freaks that you met while you worked at Spencer. <laughs> okay, so freak number one. It was Valentine's Day, and I was scheduled to work, right? So I'm at work and I'm hanging out, you know, I'm in the dildo section, arranging them by size. <laughs> and I see a customer walk in. So I walk up to him and I'm like, hello, sir, how can I help you? And it's this nice, older, fancy brother. And he's like, yo, listen, I'm trying to treat my girl to a really special Valentine's Day. You want to help me out, brother? And I was like, sure. He's like, all right, come with me. And he leads me back to the dildo section again. And there we are standing in the shadows of a wall of dildagons, right? Every size and shape you could imagine. <laughs> and he's like, which one of these do you recommend I use for my lovely lady? And then he stands there in silence. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I look, I look at this wall of dildos and there's an incredible selection. And so I'm just like, I don't know. So I just randomly grab one. And then I start reading off the box. I'm just like, yeah, this one uh, has bunny ear mechanism or whatever. Oh, great choice. And it has multiple settings, waterproof. And it's Ooh. this incredible material that is uh, new on the market. He's like, all right, all right. Space age material. He's like, I'm looking for something a, li a little smaller. I guess this brother had a small dick or whatever. So uh, <laughs> I see one that has cougar patterns on it and I pick it up and, you know, I read about it. You know, this one's uh, plastic. It's small enough to carry for the go. He was not on that high-end market. He was looking for something in the middle to budget range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was much cheaper. It was handheld. You pulled out the, the Bugatti right away, and he was yeah. like, let's, let's look at the uh, Toyotas over here. I went straight for the McLaren F1s when I should have gone for the Ford Focuses of Dildos. And so he took it, and he loved it, and um, I never heard from him again. So, you know, I wish the best of luck for my brother. Dude, that's a satisfied customer. As far as I know, he was satisfied. And, um, I don't know. I, I just hope he treated his woman to a, a lovely evening. <laughs> Another time I remember is uh, I was at the counter and I received a phone call. And I answered it. And it, it was like a younger sounding girl. And she asked me, do you guys sell blowjob mints? And I was like, um, one second, let me go find out. And so I walked back to, surprise, the dildo section. It kind of had everything you needed at the time. And I'm looking amongst it. And I see some mints in the bottom left corner. And I look at it, and lo and behold, they're called after blowjob mints. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to the phone, and I tell her, why, yes, man, we do have after blowjob mints. And I shit you not, she tells me, can you only eat them after giving a blowjob? And I was like, uh, I'm sure you can eat them whenever, but, uh, you know, and she's like, okay. And then she hung up. She never came in and bought them. So I don't know if she's just fucking me or whatever. But uh, Did you ever sell them? Never sold some in my life. Never. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you feel like you got a lot of prank calls over there or not really? Well, not really. That was about the only one, If even if that was a prank call, because she never giggled or anything. It was like a serious question. And me being a professional, I gave her a proper answer. And the last uh, encounter I had with a weirdo was, I mean, there's multiple encounters, but these are just the top or off the top of my head. This one girl walked in and I know her. She's my age, and I went to school with her. She's going to remain unnamed. Let's call her Kakarot. <laughs> and I shit you not, she buys like nine dildos of all sizes and shapes. And I'm just sitting in there scanning, and she's sitting there, you know, acting normal, straight face. I'm just like, God damn, where's the party at? You know what I mean? Wait, edit it out. But who, who was it? <laughs> it was I know her, too. Yeah, yeah. She was a slut, and now she's a meth head. Oh, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, besides that, I, I'm not even kidding, bro. There were so many older ladies who you would never in a thousand years would think that they'd be out there buying dildos that were buying dildos. Like, it's fucking... Who was the size queens in general? What do you mean? Who was the ones buying the big ones? My fucking manager, dude. <laughs> and she's a big woman. That thing was the Megalodon. That was like the Shaquille O'Neal edition. <laughs> Did you ever buy a dildo? No, but I... I kind of wanted to buy one of those ones where you can mold your own dick. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you'd be down for that. That'd be tight, dude. And just like mail it to you guys or something. 
Did you guys see they have that kit? It's like a lover's kit where you can like mold your asshole and send it in and they'll send a box of chocolates to your lover. <laughs> yeah. Shaped like your asshole. <laughs> it's a mold of your anus. And there's a bunch of chocolates. That's great. They're like filled with caramel. It's an eat my ass joke. It's an eat my ass joke. God damn, that was already an hour? That's not fair. Life is so quick. Thank God I'm over it. Just kidding. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you once again for tuning in to Planet Paradox. If you guys have any information you want to share with us or shoot us any topics to talk about, don't forget we do have an official email, planetparadoxpodcast at gmail.com. Any last words, gentlemen, before we go? No. I just want to hear what your reaction to that poutine video is. Oh, my God. It was fucking disgusting. You watched it's it already? an elderly man. Well, I was yeah. While I was talking about dildos, it's an elderly man taking a shit into some food, and he's tatted all over his body. He has like a tattoo of a thong on him, and that's as far as I made it. Did he, does he eat it or anything or what? Keep watching it, please. Let me pull it up real quick. Okay, so this video is called "How to Make French Canadian Poutine." It's an elderly man who looks just like you know some average old man you'd see in the market. I'm buzzed. He has a marijuana plants tattooed over his nipples. He has a tattoo bra on with a tattoo thong. What is he saying? Let me skip to the good shit. All right. Backstory. Um, he's this is a guy from your mom's house podcast. They bring him up and they've been covering him a lot lately. But um, he's a freaky old man. He used to be a mortgage broker, but he's retired now. So. Oh my God! He's pissing all over the food. He has some kind of weird contraption over his peepee. It's like a cage of sorts. Dude, the fucked up thing, I looked at that cage and it has a big ass bar that goes into your urethra. Oh! Into your dick hole? Yeah, it goes deeply into your dick hole, like three inches. How can this possibly turn you on? Now he's shitting all over the food. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> paradox, imagine him wearing a hat and a long sleeve shirt. You never know. You'd never fucking know. What is that shade pouring into it from the cup thing? No, that's a regular cheese. Oh, it's just cheese. Okay. It's just cheese. <laughs> what do you oh think? My God. If he eats this shit, I'm done. Keep watching. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's mixing up his doo doo butter and cheese into this poutine. <laughs> He's showing it off to the camera. Huge old grin on his face. He looks very happy, huh? He's a very humble old man. Oh my god, he's fucking eating it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Could you eat a box of Oreos with this dipped in peanut butter? No, no, no. Wiener schnitzels. <laughs> oh my god. Eat some Wiener schnitzel chili cheese fries and watch this. Poor fuck. Oh, he's showing it in his mouth. <laughs> he's enjoying it. Why would you possibly be into that? That makes me feel so fucking normal. He's happier than a pig in shit. <laughs> oh my god. He like scoops more poop with the fry and then eats Where it. Where can our viewers find this video, Ryan? Just look up how to make- Norman Canadian... Summerton. Norman Summerton, how to make French Canadian poutine. Google it, you'll regret it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I've gotta go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I am about to fucking throw up. That is disgusting. If you have to vomit, that'd be incredible. Next time um, you go to Taco Bell, just think of it. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. Fare thee well. Fuck off. Bye.